Welcome to the Road to Success on Flat Tires, the podcast that dives into entrepreneurship, wealth, and the secrets to success. You have the training and the talent to succeed, but do you have the guts to fail? I love what I do. When you love what you do, you want to be the best at it. Today is about the power of you. You will change the world. Find your path to success through the journey of those who have succeeded. And now, your host, Zeke. Zeke, um, yeah, this is our weekend wrap up. Um, damn, man, happy goddamn October! Holy shit, for real. Last quarter of the year, you know, just two more months left to this crazy ass year. You know, this year has been crazy for sure. It's been crazy. Um, you know, I want to say happy anniversary to me. You know, happy anniversary to Zeke. Oh shit, happy anniversary to Zeke. Yeah. Um, it's officially been a year since moving to Houston. You know, y'all better text me. Y'all better hit me on social media saying happy anniversary and shit. But let me just talk about that. You know, it's been a great year. You know, met some new friends, some associates, you know, new experiences and um, people in general. You know, it's been a blast this whole year. Obviously, with the COVID and even catching COVID, I mean, I haven't really fully explored all of Houston or like went to go check out a lot of food spots or you know, I haven't. I still haven't even visited um, lots of, or even went near Austin or Dallas yet. So there's still a lot I have to do. And you know, COVID did mess up a lot of stuff. But regardless, you know, I'm thankful that I'm here. I've made it through the year. You know, I want to thank God, my family, the friends for the support of being here, and you know, everyone in the East Coast who supported my move. You know, I just wanted to make that move. You know, like I said, I used to always come out here every year um, in the summertime to meet my cousins and stuff. And I was just like, why don't I just move down here to Houston? You know, I've listened, I lived in the East Coast all my life. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm from Bronx, New York. You know, lived in the Bronx for until I was, what, like 10 years old or something like that. And then I moved to Jersey for a couple of years and then lived in uh, Delaware. So, you know, I've been in, I've been through the East Coast. I've, that's, I'm from the Northeast. So, you know, I just decided, um, you know, I, just to make that move last year, you know, last October. So, and I'm definitely staying in the H. I, there's, I don't think I'm going anywhere anytime soon. You know, like I said, I'm also a car enthusiast. So I've met a lot of great people down here and a good team, you know, shout out to the Wild Sides things and some business associates to connect with and stuff like that. So, like I said, it's, it's, it's been good, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. It hasn't been a crazy, it has been a crazy year. Um, it's just kind of crazy how a year just goes by in a blink of an eye like that, you know. I literally remember last October just packing up everything, just shipping my whip down here to Houston and, you know, just taking that one way trip down here and just saying, you know what, I'm starting a new life, you know, started a new chapter. And it was a bit overwhelming, but, you know, being away from my family and everything like that, because, you know, everyone was assuming that I was moving, moving to like D.C. or Florida or Atlanta or somewhere close by. Like, but I was like, nah, you know, I'm going to the south. And originally I was thinking about moving to L.A., you know, to make more moves in terms of business and um, tech and stuff like that. Even me and Mike, you know, uh, I have I've had Mike on a couple times on the show, Mike Shashasko, but we were thinking about moving to uh, L.A. originally. But then I was like, you know, he's going to stay there and finish school and I'm going to just move to Houston, 
which I feel like is the best fit, you know? And like I said, if I can always fly to LA or wherever, like right in the middle, literally right in the middle of the United States or South, but you know, overall Houston has been good. Um, the food, everything's been good. Uh, I still, like I said, I got to keep exploring a lot of stuff, but, um, I do hate the humidity, you know, it's not like crazy, crazy humidity, like in Florida or something or Miami or something, but it just, it can get annoying. Um, so far the weather right now is like 70 or 80 degrees right now with a bit of a breeze as we head into the winter. And I don't got to deal with snow anymore. I don't got to deal with black ice and snow. I've dealt with snow all my life and slipping and falling and my car sliding through black, black ice. And I'm not trying to deal with all that shit. So, you know, it's I don't have to deal with that here. But I do know that it snows here a little bit, like once every couple of years or some shit. And like the city of Houston doesn't even know what to do when it snows. Everyone has to go home and. You know, it's kind of crazy because, you know, in the Northeast, we know how to deal with all that shit, but they don't, obviously they don't get that here. So, you know, but like I said, I want to thank all you guys, especially my uh, Texas listeners for welcoming your boy Zeke, you know, in town and salute to the H, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, I'm loving the city and everything like that. So check it out. Let's get this episode started. in the motherfucking east days in the east and i ain't talking that drake track all right i'm just saying days in the east i spent some days in the east it was definitely what i needed you know i went back home you know delaware to see some family uh as you know like i said earlier i'm celebrating my anniversary here in houston being here for a year you know so i decided to take a few days to go back to see some family and friends out in delaware um i know i didn't get to see as much friends uh, if a lot of you guys are listening or some friends in the East Coast, there's I was supposed to be meeting up with a lot of people and going to a lot of places. But I'll be honest, like I didn't I only met a couple people, you know, most of the time I was just with family. I was just with family uh, and that's what I needed. You know, I was only there for a couple of days. Um, uh, you know, I spent time with my sister, you know, my mom, my dad, uh, my little bro, Jay. He was only there for like a day or two. He had to go back to school. So, you know, we just spent some time watching movies, cooking, just you know, relaxing and stuff like that. Um, you know, on Sunday, I even went to church with them, you know, met some people at church, you know, that I haven't seen in a long time. So, you know, the crazy thing also too about the church is like everyone, like obviously they're doing it from outside, right? So there's social distancing outside with like a huge tent. And it was just kind of crazy because I'm like, oh shoot, like, isn't it really cold? But obviously when I went on Sunday, it wasn't that cold, but um, the, yeah, the weather was pretty much good all weekend. So but I'll be honest with you guys, like when I when I touched down in Delaware, I should have just rented a whip. I should have just, you know, called the Enterprise or Tiro or something like that, because, you know, when I went to go meet up with some friends and family, and people like that, you know, my sister maybe used her car or, you know, I used my mom's car, whatever it is. And I'm used to driving sports cars and nice cars and stuff like no offense to any of that shit. It's just when I drive an uh, economy car or like a slow car, it's just weird to me. Like, I, I like to speed and feel the rush like. You know, not saying I'm not thankful regardless. I'm just saying like it was kind of weird for me. But, you know, like like Jadakiss said, uh, next time I'm taking my car on the plane with me on some Jadakiss shit, on, like for real, you know. But anyways, yeah, I got back to the H this afternoon. Um, you know, you know, the what's today? I can't even remember. Today's Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah. United. My flight was supposed to be like um, from 10 to 1 
and we got delayed for an hour because of some navigation glitch. And the crazy thing is like, I fell asleep as I thought we were about to like fly out and then woke back up and they're like, yeah, it's a 15 minute delay. And then we're still here after an hour. So, you know, it's like the second or third time with United, this shit has happened, you know, try to hit up someone from United about it. They're just like, oh, we're not giving away any free vouchers or anything like that. We're just, uh, we're just apologize that there was a delay, which is, which is cool, I guess. But, you know, overall it was a safe flight, you know, no turbulence really. And I'm back in Houston, you know, I'm back to 80 degrees and all that. Um, and guess what y'all just, just, just guess what? As in terms of cars, um, like I said, I've done a lot of exterior work to my car, Joker theme. I've done some internal work, um, but I'm about to get some new wheels and some fatter tires and just slam my shit to the ground, you know, make it more aggressive and everything like that. I'm going to spend close to $2,000, maybe even more, who knows, but, you know, I just want to make my, my car more aggressive, make it, you know, slam to the ground, get some new rims and some tires, um, yeah, it's going to look way better than it looks like now. If some of you guys follow me on my car page, you know, I post some pictures so you can see that. Um, so I'm gonna spend some bread, but, um, I might even look into making it, I might look into making it, uh, faster, you know, like getting the car even more faster than it already is, but you know, possible headers or something. I don't know, but you know, like I said, I'm i I'm gonna get those soon and I'm gonna start posting pics once all that's done. Um, now, speaking of sports, let's fucking go. As you guys know, my Lakers, obviously, yeah, we're two and one. We did lose game three, but I already had a feeling we was going to lose game three. I already knew like we were, I didn't think it was going to be a sweep. Like, you know, I thought that like maybe game three, I knew game three was the game that like Butler and I was just going to go off, which is fine. You know, they deserve they they won that game like our Lake. My Lakers was not playing good defense. You know, Butler was going off like. And I'm a diehard Lakers fan, you know, I'm a Kobe fan, but, you know, you got to give LeBron and AD their props, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of haters when it comes to like, you know, we got a lot of Skip Baylesses out here just hating on LeBron and giving excuses and, oh, Lakers suck or this, this and that, you know, or LeBron had a cheap, you know, quick route to, to, to this win and, you know, the bubble and this, this and that. And I'm just like, yo, we're just the best. All right. Just deal with it. Your team is chilling in Cancun somewhere. You can't even get in a damn bubble, you know? So, like, don't don't hate on my Lakers, man. My Lakers is out here doing their thing, and we're going to win the finals. And that's just that's just it. There's just no way we're going to lose the finals. But um, now, as in terms of uh, entertainment, I did finish catching up on uh, Wentworth. You know, I don't know if you guys know that show Wentworth, but it's basically like an Australian version of uh, Orange is the New Black, but it's, like, way better. Like, and they're on season nine. Like, season nine comes out next year. It's a good show. Like, just like The Blacklist is a good show. I love The Blacklist. Like, these shows are going to, like, season 9, season 10. Like, you know they're good. Um, I'm not going to ruin for you guys what it's about. But like I said, it's similar to Orange is the New Black. Um, you know, I, I suggest you guys start that. If you haven't started The Blacklist, you should you should start that, too. I got some people to start The Blacklist. Blacklist is, like, probably one of my favorite shows. Raymond Reddington, that's my guy, man, for real. But like I said, um, I'm also going to watch a new episode of uh, Power, Book, whatever, maybe tonight or something i'm not sure hopefully this show doesn't turn into empire or something like slow or boring like we'll see where things go and um i'm also excited about snowfall snowfall is coming back on fx which is hella dope you know i'm ready for the new season it's a good show i'm also waiting for the show with forrest whitaker what is that show called with malcolm x and shit i, I can't i can't think of it right now but hopefully that comes back too as well um uh, now, I know you guys have probably watched this documentary. There's a lot of people talking about it. It's actually number one on Netflix right now. It's called American Murder, The Family Next Door. God damn. I watched that movie before I got on the plane. That movie was crazy as shit. 
Like, there's just some sick people in this world, man. Chris Watts, man, you are crazy as a muff. Like, literally, seriously, dog. Like, like, damn, man. Like, basically, it's it, it's a documentary about the disappearance of, uh, I guess her name is Shanann or Shannon. It's not Shannon. It's Shanann Watts and her two daughters. And this motherfucker wasn't satisfied. Like, I'll just say a quick summary about it. But basically, this guy, Chris, wasn't satisfied with his marriage anymore. So instead of talking about it with his wife or going to therapy counseling or whatever it is and stuff like that, you know, supposedly he kills his wife and two daughters. Like, you guys just got to watch. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, me, personally, me, I would never abuse or hurt my family or any woman for that matter. Like, you're not no real man for all you bozos out there that want to abuse and harass women and shit like that. Like, what, like I don't know, man. Like, that's just sick, bro. Like, I understand this motherfucker. Like, you can't even plead insanity or mental. Like, why? Like, why? Like, I I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it because that shit was emotional when I watched that documentary. But uh, on that note, man, let's just take a quick break right now because there's some stuff I, I want to talk to and get off my chest. back um just so you guys already know i'm sure you guys already know i posted this on social media i post this on pretty much everywhere um it was something else has been on my mind like so as you guys already know i'm not sure if you guys know from like my first episode of this podcast and all that stuff like that some of you guys asked like what i do and stuff like that so obviously i'm a banker i do invest in the stock market as well i've been doing that for a couple years now i i I did it full time for maybe a year or two back in what 2016 2017 but i don't do it full time i don't invest solely in stocks full time anymore Um, i'm also a tech entrepreneur i do have a new business uh, called valtry hub that i have with uh, mike shashasco that we're still working on and still doing what we have to do with it um so basically um my boy mike and i we've you know, who's been on this show about three times, Mike Shishasko, uh, and Marv, we started up a tech startup. This was our first company in 2013. It was called Nerister, and it was a platform where, you know, content creators can make money on their content. And we had like business models on there where it's like subscription based and other stuff like that, where the content, cre- the content creator can make money off their channel and stuff like that. You know, um, not, just like, you know, you guys know about like OnlyFans and Cam Soda, and Patreon and Twitch and all this stuff like that. It was it was basically something like that. Now, mind you, this was way before OnlyFans or way before a lot of these websites came out. So like we, we thought about this idea in like 2012, launched in 2013. Now, I'm not saying that we would have been like the next OnlyFans or Twitch or this, this and that, whatever it was, but... When we started this business, right, we put out like thousands of dollars, right, to get a coder to code the, you know, the platform. We had a lawyer help draft up our terms of conditions and everything like that. You know, we even went on some, we went to some seminars. We went to the people off Shark Tank, uh, Damon John, um, you know, we met a lot of people. We met investors. We went to a lot of meetings, even in Delaware and stuff like that to try to raise money or talk about our idea or see if we can get grants and stuff like that. Um, you know, we had it up for about a year. We didn't really, we didn't get any grants or investments and stuff like that, but you know, we put our own money into it. You know, we were going to school and working and working on the business. You know, we had close to like maybe what a thousand active users and, you know, we were getting shout outs by the users on Instagram and Facebook saying that they love the the platform. They can post their content on there and get paid for it. And, 
it was just a way for, you know, content creators to make money, you know? And like I said, this was before OnlyFans and all that stuff like that, right? Now, what ended up happening, you guys are probably asking like, well, why is the website closed or what, what, what happened? So pretty much, you know, Mike was going to go back to school, you know, focus more on school, which was fine. But then, you know, Marv had to end up moving to Arlington, Texas, because, you know, there was a lot of family issues. And at that time, Mike wasn't really working either. So I was myself pumping a lot of money into this business, which was fine. You know, like I said, we're a team. We're going to do what we got to do to keep this website up. And, you know, I was making money from other stuff like that. So I was saving and investing and stuff like that. But as you know, as the website continued to grow and then you have to pay the coder and all this stuff like that. And the lawyers like the business bills was racking up. You know, we was like the cash flow. You know, we were burning through too much cash like monthly. And, you know, we were trying to raise, you know, seed money, investment money. Um, you know, we were trying to go to a, so a accelerator, you know, a program where we can raise money through that. We tried reaching out to angel investors and everything. And we had the proof of concept there. We had some users. So I know, like, like I said, a lot of like investors will say like, oh, you need to be in the growth stage. You need to be making a lot of money first. So you need to be raise, uh, you need to raise money from your friends and family first, then come to us. Or you need to have more of a proof of concept, this, this, and that. And you can say race is part of it. Like obviously being black is, is, is much harder and all that stuff like that. We're not in Silicon Valley, we're in Delaware and all that stuff. But regardless, we didn't, we weren't going to use those ex- as excuses. We were going to just keep doing what we had to do. And, you know, we kept trying to keep it open, kept trying to like pour money into it. And we had to end up closing it. So, you know, we had to tell our users like, hey, we're going to come back later. Right now, we just need to revamp a lot of stuff and try to raise money. And then we ended up not reopening it back in the future, obviously. So a lot of the users like, what the heck happened to this thing? It was it was a good website. And that was like we closed it in what, 2014. And then two years later, OnlyFans came to life, you know, and. You know, we could always relaunch Nurse and bring it back, but now we're working on Voucher. It's just me and Mike now. So uh, it's just something that was weighing on my mind because I'm like, damn, like we could have probably been the first OnlyFans or we could have been. The, and like I said, OnlyFans is not just an adult explicit website. It, it's it's any content creators can go in there and post anything. It's just that obviously the people making a lot of money are the people who are doing adult content. So that's why it's looked like it's looked as a adult content website. But, you know, after four years from 2016 till now, you know, OnlyFans has over 30 million users. They've paid almost a billion dollars to content creators and they don't even have an app. It's just a website, you know, and it's all good. You know, I'm not hating on OnlyFans. I'm not hating on anything or I'm not making excuses or, you know, it's just like, damn, we should have kept it going. And it's something that like, you know, maybe a lot of you guys relate to not saying that you may have had the next big thing, but I'm, I'm sure we all deal with the regret. And things happen, shit happens, and, you know, everything comes down to bootstrapping and putting up your own bread. And if you have that proof of concept, you know, you show angel angel investors or even show family members who may want to invest in your business, be the first investors in your business, you know, you have to show them, the you know, the business plan. How are you going to make money? Like, what is, what is your plan? What is your exit goal? What do you plan to do with this? How is it going to help people? Is there a target market for it? Like, you have to be able to answer all those questions before you even try to go like raise money from anyone or family, you know, you have to pour your own money. You have to put your own sweat and tears into this shit. If you want to be an entrepreneur and make it in this game. And that's what we did. And that's what we're even doing now. Me and Mike, like we're putting our own money. We're not relying on anyone or investors or anything. We're just doing it ourselves. And yeah, it may take longer or maybe harder, but you know, cause tech is hard. It's a hard, you know, industry, but it's, 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 I love it. I love tech. Even though like I'm a finance guy, like I said, I always love tech. Tech is going to be my number one. You know, an entrepreneurship ain't easy. And I know that because, and I just feel like it shouldn't be forced on people. Because I think in the past, you know, when I started becoming an entrepreneur, I wanted to start forcing people like, no, quit your jobs now, focus on being a, a boss and this, this and that. 
And one thing I realized is that some people are just born to be entrepreneurs, some people aren't, and which is which is fine. I don't think that's a bad thing. It's okay to have a job and be a worker or go to trade school. If it makes you happy, you're putting food on a table, you're supporting yourself and your family, that's what counts. You know, I always tell people if you do have a job or you, you know, you don't want to own a business or whatever, at least invest, start building wealth and investing, um, whatever it is for your future family and kids, because that's the least you can do. You know, if you're just going to work and you don't have, you're not learning stocks, you're not learning investing, you're not doing anything. You're just relying on your social security when you retire, which I don't believe social security will even be there when we get old or your 401k, which is, I know everyone's 401k is doing bad because of the market. You're you're not going to succeed. You're going to have a tough struggle in life. You're probably gonna. It's going to take you longer to retire. You're going to probably be in your late 80s or something or whatever it is before you retire, and you're not going to be able to you know reap the fruits of labor. You're not going to be able to enjoy life. You know, I taught myself how to invest years ago. I do everything myself. I use Google. Use Google, guys. There's YouTube. Whatever you want to learn. If you want to learn how to do a podcast or a blog or learn stocks, use Google. Use YouTube. It's there. There's videos out there. Like, stop making yourself feel like if someone doesn't teach you or, you know, if no one wants to help, that you're just not going to do it. It's up to you. Then I tell people it's up to you. You know, not everybody's going to invest. Not everybody's going to listen to my advice. There might be some people listening to this right now. You know, they may be talking shit or they may be negative. That's cool. I'm just trying to help you out. You know, at the end of the day, I want to be hella wealthy. I want to be able to travel and own the finest things in life. You know, I don't, like I said, I don't call it materialism. I call it materialization. You know, I've dreamt of these things and they're going to come out to pass. You know, it's cool if you're not motivated or you don't want to work hard or you always want to be negative. I mean, it's not cool, but if that's you, that's just stay to yourself. Stay away from me. You know, that, that type of energy, I don't need that. I don't need friends or people near me if I can't learn from them or we can't make money together. Or it's just not a positive environment. You know, there's no positive reinforcement or anything like that, you know. And same goes to like if I ever find my future queen when it comes to like relationships. If she can't think like me, if she's not a go-getter, if we're not trying to build this empire and win, then I can't I can't be part of that. You know, I want my future kids to learn all about this stuff. I want them to be bosses early. I'm going to be on them about all of that, you know, and I just want to be great. And it's not because I'm insecure or, you know, I want to stunt or I feel like I need money or materialistic stuff to make me feel better or complete. It's just because I want those things. It's what I want. And I want the finest things in life. I want to be able to enjoy life and not sit here and work for someone for 40 to 50 years, you know, and have to only take two years of two weeks of the year to go on PTO and just pay a mortgage and live regular. Like, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do. So don't take offense to what I'm saying. Um, it's still living. It's still a living, you know, at the end of the day. And I salute everyone who works hard at their job and support their family. And I understand not everyone become millionaires and not everyone succeeds, but if I just believe if you stay consistent, whatever you want to do, I'm not saying you're going to be a millionaire, but you may be successful in your own way where you're starting to make some money or, uh, it's, it's working out for you because you kept going with it. You figured out all the problems that you just kept it going. The problem is that people are not consistent. People quit too early. People just say, oh, it's not working. Or they, they look at insta- social media and say, oh, this is not working. I'm quitting. Or I'm going to follow this person. Or people just f- love to follow trends. People love to not focus on things and keep learning. They just want to keep, they want the easiest way out, you know? So at the end of the day, that's just not me. You know, if you want to do something, figure out what, like I said, if you're listening to this right now, Take a pencil and a pad right now. Do what I'm saying. Listen to what I got to tell you for real. Just, you know, write down what is it that you want to write, like maybe three to five things that you're interested in. Right. And then out of those three to five things, look at uh, look at all those things and, and and write down what if you can make money from any of those things. And then 
you know, start looking on social media, start looking, start asking people in those uh, industries or whatever, or or anyone you know who are making those or whoever is making money from those things and start YouTubing and asking questions about it. Because, you know, hey, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, there's people doing side hustles, people are making a lot of money, people are traveling, people are living a life, and some of them are even younger than us, you know? So to just end this on the good note, you know, I just want to say I want my listeners to win, you know, support each other, you know, win in life, take care of your families, be responsible and be accountable. And let's just plan to, you know, end this year right and strong and, you know, have a plan for next year. You know, go get a planner, write some stuff down, stuff you want to do. And I want to thank all you guys, honestly, for just listening in. You know, please subscribe, you know, rate five stars. It doesn't hurt to subscribe, you know, rate my podcast five stars. You know, we are the road to success on flat tires and, you know, we're on all plat- uh, podcast platforms. You know, love you all. More life, one love and you know, peace out. Let's Lakey. Let's cruise on some shit real quick. I got some new Lakey for y'all, man. Let's, let's get out of here.